You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on the IRLoneStar.com. Sean's still trying to figure out technology today. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're live on Dick and Skippy in the morning. It's here at Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com. And, uh, of course, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash Dick and Skippy in the, the mornings. Uh, we're hanging out in the studio all the way to 11 o'clock, so feel free to let us know on Facebook. Join us on Conversations. And we're going to be right there. And uh, there you go. It's 63 degrees outside. 77 is going to be the high. 56 is going to be the low. Uh, we don't expect any rain really today, but it's going to start coming tomorrow. And then pretty much all the way through Monday. So get ready for a, a rainy midweek all the way to the weekend here in Conroe, Montgomery County. And uh, the nice thing is the low right now of all the days uh, is going to be 46. So we're not going to be... Woo-hoo! In a freezing situation, which I think everyone's still recovering, still trying to get some PVC pipe and fixing their house and all that kind of stuff. Dude, do you know how my house survived to the extent that it did? How? I believe this very strongly. Um, you know, I actually live in what we quaintly call the ghetto part of the Woodlands, a little village called Timber Lakes, Timber Ridge. It predates the Woodlands by about 10 years, and it never actually got incorporated into the Woodlands proper. So I live in this neighborhood. It's the you know the cheaper houses, the ones that flood easily, uh, surrounded by the woodlands. So we're this little one square mile neighborhood of, of you know lower middle class. Great when you're buying a house post divorce. My house is built in 1974, and it pretty much has all its original parts. You know, original furnace, original piping, and so forth. You, now, through the floods, you know, walls are new and doors are new. But I'm talking the yeah. pipes. My pipes are steel. You told me this. Yeah, I, I don't know if I said it on the air or not. Yeah, you told you told it on the air. Okay, but I really think that's what it is. Now I've still got, <laughs> excuse me, I swallowed wrong. I have a question. I still have extremely low water pressure in my kitchen. Everywhere else is fine, okay. and even the faucet on the outside of the kitchen, across from the sink where they share a pipe, water's coming out fine. And it's not like the aerator's filled up with. I don't with, know, man. Cupola. Why don't you take it out? Take it out. Might see if anything's like, going on there. Yeah, 
because I'm so good with tools. Uh, but yeah, if we have any plumber friends listening, I wouldn't mind knowing what it is. Now, we got my mom's pipe fixed, or at least fixed enough to where she has water inside her house again. So that's good because, you know, she took a tumble the other day. Yeah. Poor thing. Uh, she was in the hospital for about 24 hours. Now, yeah. here's something weird. That was on Monday morning. I know because I was supposed to be here. Uh, well, that was getting her out of the hospital. Uh, it happened over the weekend. And when she went to the hospital, you know, COVID, uh, we keep hearing stuff about 50% capacity and stuff like that. Hospitals are the same way. So the hospital was jammed, even though it was, you know, normal weekend, because they can't put people in the same way they used to. So my mother's room, swear to God, was a hallway. Hallway number five. Oh, I got can to, can we do a side conversation here? Sure. I just wonder if they're going to charge so, her for the whole room rate. Well, it, yeah, it's so funny that, the, like, that that's how they have to do it because of the COVID spacing. And then I was listening to the press secretary. Talk, Jen Saki. Yeah, talk about the reopening of the migrant overflow or whatever. The overfill facilities. And she basically says because of the COVID spacing, they have the protocols they have to follow. For the children and i was like i gotta see this i gotta see what this looks looks like so they have pictures of it uh-huh. and it's like the most dystopian looking thing like they have chairs but it's like every like eight feet mm-hmm. and they have a movie screen mm-hmm. so i was like can you imagine sitting with bars on the windows too but yeah, they're not so cages yeah you're sitting in well i'm just saying like it, that's how you have to watch a movie and they're not like they're like they're they're folding chairs Mm-hmm. So they have a folding chair. Oh, yeah, it got to be metal so you can spray them down. Yeah, and I'm like, this is that's crazy. And uh, sorry, to, but it's just funny. I was like, you know, I never really thought of like you got to apply this mentality to every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. And it's they apply it to the cages, and I was like, man, that's crazy because they're kids. I don't know, <laughs> uh, but the picture looks pretty funny though. It's like you're yeah. like it's kind of horrific. You're Especially if you're a kid and you just want to play, you know it's like you're not allowed, you're not allowed to play. Because like, I can totally see them going, "You're not allowed to play." You must like, sit you here. Can't, and you watch. can't touch anybody. It's, it's like no touching. It's kind of like and we're that. we're only tuned into Disney Plus. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of uh, it's kind of weird. But got my mom home, so that's that's good. That's good. Uh, she's got electricity. She's got water. I'm making sure she's you know I did a grocery run for her yesterday and made sure there's food that wouldn't take a lot to to lift up. And, uh, you know, keeping the family apprised on their situation, so... Well, wonderful. Uh, I know Conroe uh, is kind of, like, all back to normal. Montgomery County is more back to normal. I know Willis got finally got their water back in a sense they can drink it. Mm-hmm. So that's a yeah, positive I think, thing. Yeah, I think all the boil alerts... Yeah. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty confident all the boil alerts have, have gone bye-bye. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so that's kind of cool. Right? Yeah, indeed it is. We 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 made it through, made it through the wilderness somehow. We made it through. Okay. Didn't know how much I lost until I found you. Is that a song? Yes. Okay. That's like a virgin, so dude. Oh, sorry, man. I don't know everything. Um, well, you should know about well, what it is oh, to be a virgin. Yeah, totally. Over the weekend, did you have a good weekend? I know we're kind of doing a quick wrap-up personally. Yeah. Besides we, your mom going yeah, to the hospital. Uh, yeah, and, handling that, trying to get some work done. Um. Stumbled across a wonderful movie last night. Okay. You know, the wife and I have been enjoying, like, 
finding some weird movies to watch, and some of them were like bizarre. And like the other night, I, I introduced her to American Psycho for the first time, and she just thought that was the weirdest thing ever. But I'd heard a podcast say that a really wonderful sleeper movie was called About Time, and that it was just really heartwarming and had a small budget but made a fortune. And it came out in 2013, so uh, we watched it last night, and it had one of the Weasley brothers from Harry Potter. Who's are are you messing with me right now? No, I'm, I'm not joking. I literally said this to you on Friday. About about time? Yes. I know we had mentioned it, but... I go, yeah, you need to watch it. Okay, it's well... It's fun. We watched it. I loved it. I flat out loved it. So I listened to you, Dick. Oh, man, you're <laughs> killing me right now. No, I listened to you. No, I... Yeah, anything that happened last week, the 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 events of the weekend just threw it right out of my head. But no, this movie is wonderful. Uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, hopefully, it'll be on there for a while. It's got the uh, one of the Weasley kids and uh, Rachel McAdams, which is funny because this is a movie, a time travel movie about she marries a guy who can go through time. And Rachel McAdams, of course, was also in the Time Traveler's Wife, where she's married to a guy who can go through time. So I think we're finding a a pattern here. Uh, really heartwarming. It's got Bill Nighy in it. I think that's how you pronounce his name. The really tall guy who, British guy who shows up in every every British, British movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Love Actually, Underworld, you, you name it, he's there. And uh, yeah, it, uh, I actually had to text my son about it because my son and I, our go-to father-son movie has always been Frequency. You know the one with Dennis yeah. Quaid and Jim Caviezel, and that—that's one where we watch and we, you know, we try not to cry at the end because it's just so, you know, it's a great father-son movie. Well, this too is a great father-son movie, with time travel element. So, so yeah, it's it's up it's uplifting. I told you. Well, I believe you I now. You. I, I see you, so you tell me stuff, and and well, it's been on my list for a long time, and I think that's probably you telling me is what put it in my brain to, I hope so. to try this. It's like, yeah, does, do you listen to Dick? No, no, I'll, I'll watch. I'll listen to some podcasts that said it. No, well, no, they no. they backed it up. No, they no, they no, backed you up it. on that one. Uh, but yeah, we did the bowling, Montgomery County bowling tournament. How'd you do? Uh, Alan and I got third place. My buddy Alan and I, our team. I don't know what we played some teams, and my singles not too hot. But my teens were over at 300. We did we did one day at 300, one day at time spare. Okay. So I, the only thing I discovered at time spare is they have a sewage plant next to it, and it smelled really oh, bad. Oh dear. At one point, it was like I was like, man, they got some problems going on uh, next door. But yeah, yeah, I got set third place unofficially right now because they're like, I guess they got to check everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay, well, good. You got some bowling in. I got some movie watching done. Yeah. I mean, I think it was kind of a calm weekend besides that. I was really wondering if they're going to host the event because of the freezing stuff. Right. But uh, it's such a huge event that, like, because the amount of people, I think, I want to say there was, like, a total of 50, like, 56 teams for... Uh, the like over for men or something like that. Mm-hmm. I want to say that, but I'm probably probably wrong. But uh, but yeah, there's a lot of people, so they just kind of decided that they didn't want to have to figure out another weekend that they can get all those people because it was a record weekend for them to have that many people sign up, and they thought they weren't because of COVID and everything. But clearly, people are really over that. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, we're noticing a sharp decline in in a lot of metrics. And again, just enough times passed. Remember, this all this whole thing started off with 
you know, two weeks to flatten the curve, and it's turning to we're we're past the year mark on this. Now we're celebrating anniversaries of. Well, you know, I will say, the, you the know, rodeo wanna, being shut down. You know, I will say that uh, I'm not worried about our country handling a pandemic again because. Not because they handled it well, it's because they didn't send soldiers to my home and force me to do stuff. Because <laughs> that's when it gets real bad, and uh, that didn't happen. So I was kind of happy about that. That's good. Because I, I, that's one. Of the, that's probably the scariest thing. Because that's what I was. We were talking about it off the air, kind of doing world news. Is there some? It's kind of weird looking at social media and looking at seeing these people, large companies, kick people off their platforms and it's kind of like the, you see you see being control being executed mm-hmm. you know it's like this is what we're doing this is how it's like it's kind of like what i mentioned earlier with the, the migrant families being you know in, put in <laughs> homes but they have to be covid safe and i'm like man it's so wild to me but uh but it's kind of like where, where do we go from here with the social media stuff and then also what the government tells us what to do because I feel like it's not going to be. A, this was a good way for them to see what they could get away with, mm-hmm. in a sense. Because you know, someone's thinking about it. You know, someone's writing a bill, going like, "This is how much money we automatically get if there's an epidemic. This is where it goes, and this is how like the people have to be." Right. Because I, because I, it's kind of strange. Because the transition of power always kind of exposes some things mm-hmm. of like what the last administration was doing and what the current administration wants to do. So I'm interested to see what goes forward with it because I think everyone's kind of over COVID, right? Like, but, would, would you say like, like, yes, but if you know, for instance, when I say over it, I mean like, yeah, it's been. I over think a it, year. I think if they introduce anything that's a little bit more leaning on Pete on the individual, they're going to lose their mind. Like it's like. Hey, we're getting the vaccine. Well, I think that's we're- why last week with the whole, hey, two masks are better than one, that was to gauge, because it was innocuous. It was like, hey, it says a suggestion. And, of course, people, I think majority of people finally hit their nut on that one. They're like, okay, why stop at two masks? Let's wear 17, you know? And I think the popular opinion, which I'm not always a fan, I don't believe in a straight, I believe in a republic more than a democracy. I don't believe one vote, one voice, because that, that way dragons lie. When when the popular vote of anything is, is automatic, and that's what Andrew Jackson, when he formed the Democratic Party, realized. Because at first it was like, yeah, you, I I want to hear your opinion. So you have half people saying, yes, you know, people saying no, yeah, and you you can't do it like that. So ordinarily, I'm not a fan of what the popular opinion is. But I think it's indicative that even those who've been very fervent about the the immediacy is over. Most people are wearing their mask. In fact, of all my grocery trips that yeah. I do to Kroger's or H-E-B or whatever, I keep on hearing friends saying, oh, I was there. There are 20 people that were without mask. And I, and I really got to call BS on a lot of those because every time I've gone. I'm probably one of those 20 people. But here's a, I've seen, I think, two. In fact, one was the other day where a guy came, you know, walked in Kroger past me. And as he passed me, I just pointed at my mask and, and he stopped and realized, you know, it was automatic for him. He put his on. No harm, no foul. Everyone's wearing masks. You know, it's not the well, I will my say, rights are being infringed like, upon anymore. No, well, none of that crap. There's certain companies like we went to Sam's <clears throat> on the weekend. Because, you know, we're getting food to make and a lot of food. We needed a lot of food at the time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a mask on me because I was just like, because we literally didn't know we needed this. So it was like a quick, like, 
oh, we got to run over there real quick before, you know, whatever happens. And the guy was like, here's a mask. I was like, okay, cool. Like, I like that. Cause yeah, I, it I, is the new Norman. We thought we'd settle down. And again, you know, I've, I've said this a few times in Japan as a kid, that was the norm. If, if the second you got sniffles, you put on a mask. Whether, you know, because anything that will mitigate will help. But they're running out of excuses to keep things locked down. Now, is basically, it's down to how much damage can happen. Now, one thing I've noticed, Fry's, you know, you know Fry's, the yeah. electronic store. That was like a super store. It was really cool. <clears throat> you could build pretty much anything you wanted from scratch with the parts you could buy at Fry's. Electronically. Not, yeah, electronic. Not, not like a home depot. But it would also have, you know movie dvd sets or something or yeah it was good cases it was right. basically it was radio shack on steroids and if you notice and a radio shack was going by the way of the moon a while Fr- back fries has been having a slow death for the past several years yeah dude. but according to their official announcement on their on their site you know the, the death knell of course was covid more and more now these are direct i feel like that's the excuse of everybody i don't well no here's the thing because like you, you really know, you're, are you really telling me if COVID didn't happen fries is going to be like oh we're on the upturn you never know that's what happened with pennies jc pennies was on the verge of bankruptcy because of bad leadership they turned around and it, Look at GameStop. they were flourishing <laughs> well and then you know COVID hit now pennies is is gone is gone bankrupt but the Something like Fry's is a direct is a direct competitor to. You're in a they're in a market, man. That's a they got a one two on them. Like one meaning like online sales is going to destroy them, and then two maybe COVID. So like J C Penney, same thing. No one goes to the mall. Boom, one hit, and then they have online sales. But people do go to the mall, except when they're told, "Oh, you can't go to the mall because you're going to die." Yeah. That and that's what's killing it. And I'll put in, you know, you've heard me talk about the detective gig that I do, dinner detective. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll just, I'll probably get in trouble for saying this, but, you know, I, I discovered that they, this last year, lost 97% of their revenue because, you know, they were talking, yeah. you, you can't, you can't go out. So it's not a matter of opinion or, you know, it would dinner detective have flourished otherwise. Yeah, you wouldn't have lost 97% of your revenue that you pulled in every other year. So, of course, there are huge repercussions of we got to well, shut down. Well, we gotta one shut thing down. I'm kind of curious about is seeing the true effect of COVID on the normal person because, you know, there was a there was a transition over the past couple of years about working on like remotely in certain occupations. But there's a lot of occupations out there that do require, you know, hands on the heart, like hands on something. Yeah. Or, you know. Well, the remote was always poo-pooed because bosses and management were saying, well, we can't verify that you're actually working the hours you say you're working, so you need to come in the office. And now that's changed because it's like, okay, we trust you more, I guess, or, you know, you got to log in or, you know, or here's the thing, they have access to your home computers to check your keystroke counter or whatever. Yeah, but there's, I still don't see there being enough jobs that can do that. Nope. So we're not set up to do, to so, to be fully virtual. So I don't know what's going to happen with that going forward. Where mm-hmm. it's like who are rethinking their businesses and. Well, here's the thing: the only industry, as far as I can determine, that is refusing to go back to work, are teachers' unions. Yeah. Literally every other industry in the universe. Farmers, manufacturers, retailers, restaurants are begging, open up, open up. Real estate, entertainment, I mean, you name it. The only only one is the teachers' union. And I don't 
Well, I do get that. I was about to say I don't get that. I absolutely get that. And this is where, now that we've hit the year mark of COVID, and we're seeing companies just folding left and right, mom and pops, that, you know, I, I, I'm I thought a, that was your stomach. I'm yeah, like, no, right? Man. No, it seems like they're uh, drag racing outside. Although I, I am a little hungry. We need to start our taco reviews back up so we oh. can get tacos. Well, we blame that on COVID. Yeah, uh, COVID. Dang, darn you. Thanks, Obama. That's what I'm going to say. No, you're right. I mean, I don't I, I don't have a child, so I don't really don't know the impact on me. And most of my, uh, we do have a birthday this weekend. So I'll start asking them, how's that affecting Because one's a teacher, uh, but she does special ed. So she's usually always hands-on with, like, she cares about her kids. Mm-hmm. So she's usually involved, even if she's told not to go to work. I can see her. She's the type of person who's like, oh, if you need me, call me, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but, yeah, I wonder how that is affecting a lot of people. And especially with the chaos, because I know some pe- people are going to school right now, right? I know that sounds very ignorant. It, d- it depends. It sounds, it sounds ignorant of me. Like, if I had a child that's four, 13, are they going to school right now? It depends. Remember, there are 3,000 independent school districts scattered like, throughout. Online? Like, well, is it, my kid attending a school right now? It depends where your kid so lives. Some, some people don't are yeah, at all. Yeah, s- some aren't gone back at all. Some are all virtual. Some are mixed. Some are oh, in. Wow. Now, don't forget, here's the thing. Most private schools are in full session because they're not beholden to the school district, yeah. so the politics of it. And there's been no no spike whatsoever in public school How attendance. You, know? you don't pay attention to, yeah. like, Spike Magazine. Oh, yes, I do. I subscribe to go. Spike Magazine and Spike TV, yeah. you know, and there's not been a word on Spike TV about this. What changed? Now it's, like, Paramount TV, I think it is. Yeah, I keep, I keep getting... Um, uh, notices that my CBS All Access is about to become Paramount Plus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't care. Well, no, I, I, I don't even know that world, so I know that there's probably it's a good time to negotiate if they're trying to negotiate stuff. I mean, why not? So, then, and, and when it comes to the the kids, yeah, that's the only only industry as far as I can determine. If there's someone else out there, another industry that's just absolutely refu- refusing, and I'm talking about the industry in general. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's a good point. I don't really know. Thank I, you. I, I, I make them from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing in Conroe? Uh, it's virtual? pretty much 50-50. 50-50? Yeah, Conroe ISD is pretty much, sometimes schools are in, sometimes half days. So not here. Not here teachers are refusing to work. Correct. No, these are these are the uh, the teachers' unions that, that Biden is uh uh, negotiations with because they're saying we don't want even after we're vaccinated we don't want to go back we need to go all virtual um but but we want full pay and full benefits even though we're not doing the full job i wonder why a teacher would want full virtual these the teachers union want the same amount of money plus like hazard pay even though they're at home no, I mean it's more. I, I, I'm bringing it down. Well, to I its imagine basic terms. an educator wants to be there. They don't want to do virtual. Like I think that's the worst way to learn. You would think, but you're still learning. But it's like yeah, the worst way. One would think. Because I, you know, I always have this weird argument with folks. Kind of like, oh, when they say I read this book, but they listen to it on audiobook. I was like, well, you didn't read it. <laughs> yeah. But like, is it the same process in your brain? I used to, no, I, I, I used to be completely against audiobooks, like the very existence of them. As I've gotten older, I realized 
they're good to supplement books. They're they're good. I don't think they're they should be an alternative for books. Yeah. Well, I always wonder. Well, it's more like how do you process information? And it's kind of like, all right, so because I imagine like when I would listen to Lord of the Rings, I would prefer to listen to Lord of the Rings because Lord of the Rings, I've read it, mm-hmm. and it is something like you have to go back a couple times for me. Like I have to read that page again because it's like there's mm-hmm. a lot of information. Sometimes your eyes kind of gloss like, over the like page. the Foundation series. Like mm-hmm. I read the Foundation series, and like, I had to read those like three times to really like, all right, this is what's happening, and I almost had to write it down. Because I, I like it, that there's some there's some uh, there's a lot of people in those books, and it's kind of like Lord of the Rings. There's a lot of people, and you're like, how do I keep and keep tabs on this? But uh, other books, I can see like kind of like the Jack Reachers and stuff like that. That'd be easy to listen to, and it's kind of more entertainment. Yeah, there. I've taken some long road trips where I've listened to a couple of audio books, and I get it. And I especially for those, so, I actually preferred like the biographies because cool, like Holly's having that conundrum because she's trying to go back to school she's mm-hmm. going back to school but she's a nurse and she's trying to become an rn so she needs to have that hands-on but she's already a nurse so she's doing her hands-on stuff and she's like yeah they're talking about doing everything online and i don't see how they're going to do that you can't become a doctor or a nurse well no they're or... tr- like she said that's part of the conversation with doing the prn and, and like, we're going to get a generation of doctors pr- nurse practitioner that are trying to make a nurse practitioner all online mm-hmm. she's like that's crazy yeah well we're going to if that goes ahead you're going to have a generation of nurses who going to faint at the sight of blood yeah, and there will be a backlash too. I'm telling that. you, like we see. To me, I believe in a balance, Sean. Mm-hmm. So if we go online with our education, we should have conscription or whatever it's called. We put them in the army for mm-hmm. two years, so they have hands-on experience of like, <laughs> like you know, they can feel the tension. They can, you know, we have to do it. Yep, that's how you have to balance it out. There but, you go. You don't think so? Hey, I'm no longer eligible for the draft. I think you are, though. So that's fine. I mean, like that's. I mean, if we're so prideful of our country, people wouldn't complain about it. Like, okay, I want to serve our country. There you go. But take I'll, your new oath. Retake your oath. I mean, that's how that's how you convince all these Antifa dudes. You know, just force them into, into the army and be like, deal with it. For t- I dude. don't want them in the army. I mean, if you're trying to, you know, clean up a problem. Remember that scene in Braveheart where the the you know the English they think they've got the Irish on their side mm-hmm. and then the Irish swap sides and yeah. hook up. Yeah, that's what would happen. No, I think the I think majority of the Antifa dudes are vulnerable. I think they're mentally vulnerable. You can get them like they need. If they were just cuddled, they would be brainwash them, dude. I'm telling you, boots on the ground. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I, I I think society would really have a different perspective. Especially in our country. I think there's a weird... Social media is telling me a weird outlook of like of a perspective. And I don't believe it's true. And that's one thing I don't really... I'm trying to figure out where I want social media in my life. Mm-hmm. Because I... like Especially like I, we were talking about during the storm. The, the snow... We can call it the snow snap. You can call it. The snow I snap. snap sm- snowmageddon. Yeah. Like I think social media really blossomed in a positive way. Yeah. There's a lot of village help pages going yeah. out there. I'm without power. Then, I'm doing good. But then, you know, it, and then it takes like three weeks after that to go back to the, to the swamp. Oh yeah. And it's like, now we're gutter people. And it's kind of like, why are we treating each other this way? And especially with like, and it, I think it's the way the media portrays DC 
because that's to me like that's what gets people riled up is the way they word things and the way it's like oh did you see this report about, oh yeah you know you can see our headline just the and, headline and itself it's just like now i'm pissed and i'm going like this is now now i don't trust things or now i and uh yeah absolutely concur but i think i don't know i've always been a uh an optimist i mean yeah i'm a crotchety old man sometimes but a person is smart people are dumb and when there's a mob mentality it caters to the lowest common denominator just you know good people get involved with the uh, you know pitchforks and mm-hmm. torches kind of thing but I do believe there's more individual thought on some levels. More more people are realizing, wait, this doesn't make sense that to glump in. How can I phrase this? Oh, well, you were just talking about the uh, how social media does. You've seen the movie um, Starship Troopers, mm-hmm. right? You know, and it's satire. It's this fascist society, you know, where the Earth is the, quote, the good guys. But it's a totally fascist society where you have one well, you broadcast have, network well, telling you. have a you, class system. Yeah, but it's one broadcast and network. Then, yeah, and, and it's if you talk against it, you're you're canceled. You, yeah. you know, and the propaganda is yeah. You want, the, and so many people realize you know, talking about the uh, fascism comes from socialism, doesn't come from capital. You can't be uh, a, a capitalist and a fascist. It's physically impossible. Well, let me ask you this because you're a smart guy. I try. So this this energy issue we're having in the state of Texas is that a capitalist issue that stemmed from capitalism? Yes and no. In the sense that, because the way I understood it mm-hmm. was, it was kind of like Texas separated itself from the other forty nine states when it came to uh, sharing energy. Yeah, and no, I get that. Mm-hmm. And then so they we basically built our own system, mm-hmm. and so and we then, don't want regulation on it. So basically, now at certain areas of the state, you can have different providers, mm-hmm. but in reality, it's another company is producing the it power. It went to yeah. The the problem is the the power because I remember when it was the the deregulation happened. It was you have the power of choice. That was the yeah. That was the that you which was a good thing because it did is you weren't beholden to just HLMP Houston Lighting and Power. Now you could go to. Yeah, Jexa Energy, whatever. But much like the housing bubble that happened, some people with bad credit were like, "Well, hey, listen, well, uh, subprime loan, but so we'll give you a variable rate loan, which means we'll get you here. Hey, it may go up, but it may go down. So people would latch onto that because that'd be the only way they could get it. Well, you have these energy companies popping up like Gritty or whatever that variable rate. They're like, "Oh yeah, well." You know, we'll get it for you for 15 cents a kilowatt hour. Now it may go up, may go down. Well, this happened. All of a sudden, it went from 15 cents to like $5. Uh, $5 a kilowatt hour. So, you know, people with now 5000 Which to me, I don't really like. But this happened because, and it's not just because the windmills froze up. It's not a green. This is where the battle goes down. Well, I'm not really care, care about blaming people. The, well, that's I, the whole I'm, point. It was, I'm asking, like, this dude, how, did get, a, how did we get there? Because this was literally a perfect storm of screwery that it freezes. The last time it froze, the temperatures got down that far were in 1989. And the last time it got, like, this bad with, with the, the snow to go with it was 1895, more than 100 years ago. This almost never happened. So that's why we don't have snow plows in in the city garages because they literally, those machines would be dead and gone and rusted before until the next time this happens, most likely. Now, you know, it's like, 
Well, maybe with, maybe with uh, the changes of the time. So everything froze up because now there were, of course, there was some, there were some issues, and ERCOT has some substantial issues. You know, you have board members that aren't even in the area. So this is what needs to be looked at. Yeah, it was a screw up all around, but a lot of it was that we, just, the people involved weren't prepared so for Mother Nature to do capitalism. Thanks, thanks for answering my question. Huh? I was asking if it was just capitalism, and I think it was. Okay. <laughs> I think it was. So there you go. So when we gonna when we have a socialism kind of thing going on, when's that happening? Oh man, dude, I lived that in England. That's why I'm so anti-socialist. But that was like in 1893, <laughs> whenever that was. Yeah, like, back when I was a wee lad. Did we even with have dinosaurs from the Did we even have snowplows then? I mean, I imagine we had something. Um, yeah, we we would take the 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 the, the tusks of woolly mammoths and scrape the ice off. That's wonderful. With those, that's what we did. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. So that's why I was I was wondering that about the energy thing because I was like, to me, it, it what it looked like was the system was set up to. It's almost like a gambling house, and then like this horrible. You operate turn with of the hands. assumption that nothing's gonna, you know, that this once in a lifetime storm is not gonna hit you. No. And it's here's the thing: L.A. is gonna go into the ocean one day with an earthquake. It's gonna happen. Because that's where it is, and you just operate every day with the assumption that I'm going to make it through the day without going in the ocean. Now, the day it happens, and hopefully not in my lifetime and not in your lifetime, but the day it happens, people are going to be blaming whoever's in power at yeah. at that moment. Oh, this is the Republicans, or this is the Democrats. And no, it's the idiocy of building this metropolis on a fault line that is one day going to go into the water. Okay. So it's not it's not a capitalist thing. It's not a socialist thing. It's just like it's, it's idiocy knows no party. Okay. <laughs> I think Chris Keller's being uh, for season. Yes, Sean lived in England. <laughs> yeah, I know. He tells us. I may have mentioned it once in the past. I think every maybe. every show you mention like the same thing, and then like we clearly see that you don't listen to me. So. Well. Listening is kind of a broad term. I think it kind of sunk in through a few levels and and became this little buzz in my head. And then it had to be jostled by someone else. And it was the podcast. No, I think what it is, it's similar to where you prioritize someone in your life. So clearly my opinion is below a podcaster's opinion. <laughs> well, I do spend more time with them in the so. car than you. But then again, I spend more time with you than my own wife. For you know, during daylight hours, true, so true, yeah, and we have that bond, okay. We we truly have uh, that fair bond. enough. Well, you know, let's kind of shift it a little bit, okay. Well, we, we world news, let's do our world news, okay. So, what's going on in the world besides <laughs> what happened to us here? What's going on in the world is President Biden is attempting to fill his cabinet. He's only got about a third of it down because there's such a tight Senate race. There are some issues. The candidate for the budget office, uh, they actually had to postpone discussion and vote because her nomination is going down like a paralyzed falcon. We also have the pick for the attorney general, Merrick Garland, who was up for Supreme Court justice. Okay. This is the one that the GOP said under the Obama administration. Them saying we, you know, we're going to table this, and of course, 
four years later when we had the whole Kavanaugh thing, it went the other direction. Now, that's a whole other topic. But Merrick, under Senate questioning, and this is not my opinion, this is his statement, one, domestic terrorism can't happen during daylight hours. I mean, during nighttime hours. It only happens if it's during daylight. Because he was asked, how you know, how can you not claim that the Portland, you claim the Capitol storm was was domestic terrorism, but not the Portland riots and stuff. And he's like, well, riots at night, you know, most everyone's gone home in the federal buildings. So, you know, domestic terrorism. And, of course, that falls completely outside the purview of USC. There is a law that actually defines domestic terrorism, and daylight hours or not don't fall into that. And he also could not answer if he felt that illegal immigration was illegal. Well, it's weird. Is like the more and more you go into setting a standard on things Mm -hmm. and the more extreme you go with that standard when like it's going to be exposed at one point when well sooner or later you got to unveil the new cages i mean overflow facilities it's kind of it's strange when you see the same issues that this country faces day to day to day but we polarize the like the trump administration so much it, it affects the new administration because you're like, hey, we've been attacking these things, but these are the normal things that these, I mean, like, this is what America does every day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we got, you have to put children somewhere, you have to separate them if they're coming over the border without their parents. It's like, they're, they're going to have to do something. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of funny that they choose to change the words and all that kind well, of stuff. Well, yeah, because, you know, kids in cages but, sounds but again, bad, but. But unlicensed, unaccompanied minors in overflow facilities sounds uh, pleasant. Uh, now, well, Chris piped up with something. Um, he said, I thought he, meaning um, Merrick Garland, uh, was, was referring to empty buildings. Uh, my response to that is buildings are never empty. There's night shift. There's cleaning crews. There's late working um, there's security guards. There's late working judges. These are federal buildings. You, you, law clerks working late. It's never empty, but that's not, again, that's not an excuse. So are we feeling that the night shift person doesn't ma- matter so much? Because they're night, most people are going home, yes. But Well, I think the question you should the, be asking, Sean, is, is it about the building or is it about people? Well, here's the thing. And I think I think if this, got, this Garland ben guy Wilden, was more commenting about the people because he's like. If no, 9-11 had there. happened 12 hours later at 8 o'clock at night instead of 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. According to Merrick Garland, that's not terrorism because most everybody was gone for the day. That's literally, I mean, I I hate to do the slippery slope or or this and that, but I'm looking at, this is a man uh, for attorney general, the guy that sets the laws. And for him to say, well, again, I think it's, if it's after hours, it don't count. When you hear discussions like that or language like that, it's like, you know, they're trying to. There's this mental gymnastics to to not say that what's happening in Portland is domestic. It's the same thing. Is it still happening in Portland? Yes. They're still throwing stuff. Yes. Because I think there's the media. The main networks aren't opposing, uh, aren't reporting it. But if you look on uh, Andy Ngo, NGO, he's an on the ground reporter. Communist. He no. He every night he produces videos that show it. Babies' hearts and stuff. So be careful (laughs) about that guy. No, I I I see videos of what's going on. Well, no, it's interesting because you know there's a narrative that each 
person who's in a position of power is like, we can't really say these things because we can't get caught saying what we've been saying for the past administration. Mm-hmm. Like we can't, like we can't go against what we've been saying. And but unfortunately, when you do that, when you have that that directive of doing that, at one point you're going to get exposed on some on some stuff. It's kind of be like, no, that's the same thing. If it quacks like a duck, it is a duck. I abhor hypocrisy. And I try to avoid it in my own life wherever possible, meaning I try not to be a hypocrite well, or strange. have a double standard. It's strange If it's me, idiotic back then, it's idiotic now and vice versa. It, it, well, I get the personal, my personal feeling about that, that capital, the, the January 6th is like, I feel like something happened, of course, but I don't really know what, whoever puts the final stamp on it, what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not what, I don't think that's what happened, probably. Well, Does that make sense to you? It's like... There's become the, the 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 magic bullet here is to hold it off. Quick, let's talk about what the FBI found on Hunter Biden's laptop. Anyone? Nothing. Let's find out what the FBI found out about who planted the pipe bombs the night before. I mean, this is Washington, D.C., the Capitol building. They're caught on security footage. They're catching people at the airports and putting them on a no-fly zone just for being in the Capitol on the 6th because of facial recognition, but they can't, they have nothing on the people who actually planted yeah. the pipe bombs. That's what I'm point. saying. Like, you don't really know. And that's why I'm curious, because I knew some people who went there and didn't go to the Capitol, but yeah. they were just there, and it was just like, you're probably on the list. The most screwed up coup d'etat ever, because no one was armed, and of course, you know, now no, it's come I don't out. No, those horns are pretty sharp. Yeah, well, here, here's the thing. Remember, we, we were talking about the... Uh, Capital cop who was bludgeoned to death with a fire extinguisher. Well, now the medical examiner's report came out. No, died of a stroke the next day. There was no blunt force trauma. He died of a stroke, apparently, quote, natural causes. It's not, this is the whole thing where a newspaper will run a bad headline on day one, and then on day five, on page 14F, we'll have a little box with the correction saying not so much, or the retweet. Oh, I guess I was wrong. And you see, and this is flat out the New York Times did that. I mean, the, the Capitol uh, storm was the stupidest thing out there. And again, I will call it out. Ted Cruz, you were stupid for for going to Cabo or Cosmo or wherever you're going. That was stupid. Mm. The the Those who stormed I mean, the Capitol you, on really January think, 6th. Do you really think he were, cares? Yeah, he will when, when I, I won't mean, vote for him. I don't think he really cares. He's been there for so long. But, you know, to have a coup d'etat, to, to overthrow the government, you need to have, you know, guns. And the well, only— I, I think what's interesting, though, let me, let me just go back on this. Mm-hmm. Like, the Texas thing was so weird to me. Which Texas thing? There's so it's many. It's cold snap. Oh, okay. Because it affected so many people, but then it, like, completely didn't affect anybody. Well, and, 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 there, well that's what I'm saying. I, I see like, where you're going with it's that. It's kind of strange. It's like it's one of those weird— Especially here in Conroe, like because we have so many, we have that we have that happy medium of Entergy, Central Point. Uh, yeah, see, my Reliant. power was not part of the Woodlands power. The yeah. Woodlands is Entergy. I was Reliant and Mid South, like because like, like my parents were on Mid South and they didn't lose power for more than like forty five minutes. Yeah, I lost it for I think and... an hour and a half for a rolling blackout. It, the cold snap showed flaws in the system. Absolutely, well, there are flaws. What I'm saying about the experience, like because you you when. Because it's kind of strange. It's kinda, it's strange to be in a like say you're in a support circle, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I survived the cold snap of 2021. Like, and every fourth person says that I didn't, and I was your neighbor. You know, what I'm talking mm-hmm. about like, because I mean, some of these things are traumatic for a lot of families. Like, 
Because I was still in Holland, I guess. Well, same thing with COVID. I mean, look yeah. at this. That yes, th- those who were affected directly. I have you know, a friend who is going to have to be on dialysis because he got COVID and it jacked with his kidneys. There are people whose family members have died, and we get well, that. But the numbers are well, not the numbers. I think with the the big fear. Yeah, I don't want to well, say I numbers. Think, I think the big fear of the COVID was getting someone else sick. So yeah. like if I had if I lived with my mom, took care of her, you know, X Y Z. That's where that fear, but I'm talking about like this event, because that's what's kind of wild to me about it, because I don't think the, as a whole, we know, we don't know how to respond, because I think they're like, because I think certain Mm -hmm. other people are like, it didn't really, nothing really happened. Like, I just couldn't drive for a day, because it snowed. Yeah. And then And there were those who, you know, there were those who died. Yeah. And which is uh, horrible, and I'm not going to say, but, and this is a tragedy, those who passed away. And I wish it hadn't happened. And next time something like this happens, hopefully we'll be better prepared with situations like this. But it wasn't because of Greg Abbott or Ted Cruz or Ann Richards or George Bush or any of the other governors or state representatives that this went down. I got no refund tickets, man. I can't just not go to Cancun. (laughs) This was... It was a bad I situation. I think it's kind of funny that he would go to Cancun. It now. was. It was. I, I'm telling you. Well, I mean, in, in if I was going on vacation, bad so, idea. and I was a Texas senator, I'd be like, I'm going somewhere in Texas. No, and imagine all the cool stuff you get. And as a result, it resurged Beto O'Rourke and oh brought AOC into this town as as rightfully commented on. Saviors. I mean, they raised what four million dollars, and it's, hats I off. I can't complain about that because they did. I wish that it hadn't that they wouldn't have had to do that. That our existing voted in officials had done that instead, instead of popping up to Cancun. That's why Ted Cruz. If you're that dumb, you don't deserve my vote. That no one whispered you big in your ear. Dummy. Yeah, yeah, big dummy. I like it. I'm not going to lie. I liked it when I read that. I was like... Oh, no, I, that makes me want to scream because every time... Uh, both parties like to pick an idiot from no, the other he, party he probably, to, to show I'm their I'm telling you, point. he lives in River Oaks. They live in a bubble. Nothing was wrong over there. And he's like, hey, we're out of here. <laughs> now, Cause when, did, mis- when did he leave? The night before he came back. <laughs> no, like, what day did he leave? I can't remember. Do they all know? blurred together. It was in the, but it was in the middle of it. Look it up. Well, I, I've, I've got... You're clearly in a situation to look it up. No, I've got uh, comments here. While you look it up, I want to say that a listener, Misty, pointed out, AOC did that as a chess move because she hates Cruz. Where was she during Hurricane Laura? Uh, she, yeah, it's a chess move, but I'm the first one to say the end justifies the means. And the fact is that $4 million got raised. I don't care if it was a chess move. It was a brilliant move. And it was a good move, to, and it kills me to say that. So I think he says on Thursday, I, I, this is just me quickly reading. So he left Thursday mm-hmm. before the cold snap. So he left on the 11th. Well, no, the cold snap was already happening. Yeah, but it really didn't hit hard until 14th, 15th. Oh, it, remember, there's the second one. The first one hit. The second one People were without power. That's why he left, because they were without power. No, I don't think so. Yeah. They're like, we have no power here. We're going to leave the dog with the babysitter, or a dog sitter. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You got to trust me on this one. It looks like like he left well before. Nope. 
See, I don't want to take time to, to look it up right now because then we'll just have dead airs as we look it up. But no, it was our people without power for days. I don't know before he left. Because I'm trying to figure out how he like if it, if it happened during the whole deal. Like, how did he was able to fly? Because didn't we have like really bad weather here for a couple of days? Like, you couldn't fly in. Because I had people. Yeah, but Hobby I, Airport was open for a while. You know, the airports were open for a brief moment. So either he like got a private jet and it's like you break the rules for me. Or he flew well before the storm and didn't know it was going to be that bad like everyone else thought it wasn't going to be that bad. It doesn't matter. Just the optics are in. It's unfair, but optics are almost everything. And the optics were, this was... Well, what he should have done... A, he a voice, why his should, own voice? He or, should have got on Zoom and then like made a background of his house or something like that. <laughs> like If you're... If you're a politician, you got to have that as a backup. Like you always got to look like you're in your home or something right. like that. And yeah, I'm sure kids have figured that out when they do school. Like <laughs> completely figured it out. And uh, yeah, and you just be like, "Yeah, I'm there. What's up, guys?" Yeah. And so it's like, "Where is dead?" Because what was this? What was that guy's name? The other senator we have, Corbin, Corin, Cornyn. No, no, where, where, do we know he's alive? He might be fr- like he might be frozen, dude. Like we have no <laughs> idea where he's at. He's he's out there. He's doing his thing, but he didn't hop on a plane. To, no, I don't think I've seen any or heard anything from him. I have. Oh, but so, he's not. A, it, was it's it a like, re, was it a retweet? Because I mean, that could be a robot doing it that. Could be a bot. But as, as you yourself pointed out, you got the Ted Cruz's and the AOCs and the Sheila Jackson Lees of the world and the Kevin Brady's who end up in front of the TV cameras all the time. You forget about the other yeah. five hundred and some odd out there. I mean, I don't that aren't. You know, it's funny to me that it's like being in a position of power and then the. Of hiring government it's like you know how how do you dedicate your time and we talked about this on friday where you know i imagine it's like you're signing up serving your country like you're dedicating your life to this mission until your service is deemed over so it's it, like because i don't think mm-hmm. people join the army going oh this is a part-time gig you know well there, there was an, an issue during so, desert storm when a, a marine Tried to get out. It was told you're going over to Iraq, and I think it was a he. Could have been a she. But I think it was a he saying, "Oh no, I only joined for the GI Bill to get free education. I don't want to fight." And it became a <laughs> you don't. Yeah, well, you no, don't get to pick and choose. Well, yeah, like I, sorry, man. He probably chose gritty as his power. Right. Power oh, I am so glad that two days before this went down, I I redid my contract. Well, I you know I don't think energy does that. By the way, I don't think they offer. They should be okay, and there will be help, unfortunately, taxpayer-funded help, and dipping in the rainy day fund or whatever to yeah. ease that burden. That's all it, purpose of rainy day funny part. Right, but it now we ha- have a full—how how can I phrase this? Now we have a full picture that this can actually go down. The probability of it was like one in a thousand. Well, you know, this was the one. So now we know it can happen. How do we recover from it? We got to use these same lessons when COVID twenty hits. Yeah, but see, how do we, you know, well, the issue learn the lessons that, from COVID nineteen? Yeah, because yeah, whatever. I don't care. Whatever. But no, I don't. I don't. I don't see what anything. Ted Cruz, whatever, man. Like, do your thing. There should have been a little voice, whether it was his own voice or someone else no. whispering this here. This may not be a good he idea. Should have done, and he didn't he listen. Should have done some social. And he gave the he, left everything they wanted. He should have done the Corona shot while he's on the beach. With the like the beer and the sun and be like, look what I'm doing. <laughs> Suck you it, <laughs> Suck it, people. Yes. That's a congressman. I mean, I'm a senator. Sorry. I'm asking uh, no problem. Hey, great that. conversation, by the way. Uh, keeping the conversation going on. I can't even keep up with it. It's flying fast and free. 
Well, it's kind of like well, another thing I was I was it reminded me of on because we like to do both sides of it's like how how just out of place things are, mm-hmm. and it's like the the whole thing in New York. I'm so curious about what New Yorkers feel about what's going on there. In New York, because New York City has oh, been Cuomo's like, popularity is plummeting like well, a yeah, paralyzed falcon. Like, it's just kind of like I I don't really know. I know of the the nursing controversy, but it sounded more like he gets in trouble because he's threatening people, not because he well that doesn't did, help. Did the nursing thing? Here's the thing. And well, I'm saying like yelling at someone is not an impeachable offense necessarily, but it doesn't help your case. Well, threatening somebody, I feel like that's an impeachable offense. Dep- it's always got to be context. Yeah. I, I'm gonna kick your butt, man. Okay, okay so I've just legally but I'm not, threatened physical harm. I'm, I'm curious harm. what they're thinking of and how New York's doing because New York, from what I understand, is like California and New York are the two of the states that are really on a different kind of lockdown than we are. Yeah, oh yeah. So and I feel like Houston's on like the mid-range lockdown. But like extreme lockdown. Well, oh, that's why Texas is just so big and so diverse in yeah. that we have, you know. I mean, I, honestly, red, I'm blue, surprised. Per- Mexico didn't invade. Perfect opportunity to do it. Oh, like Red so, Dawn, where the the yeah. Russians and the Cubans I mean, you come know, up in the you middle. You know, they're they're still holding a grudge. I mean, they're still holding a grudge. You know, maybe that was the cruise thing. You went south of Mexico. How many to, times did Santa Ana try to invade Texas? Because I think he won the first time. Was that? What I it don't was? know. Fourteen. I'm no, say 14. I think it was several times because I think he got kicked out. I'm trying. To, my Texas history is really rusty. Like he got kicked <laughs> out, and somehow he persuaded it again. He put me back in power. And he's like, what do you want to do? I want to go take over stuff, man. Like, that's what you do when you're at this power stuff. It's like that was the only goal of anyone that was in a position of power during that time. Let's just go take over stuff. So I want to do a quick topic change, and I love the conversation that's going on uh, about uh, the storm. But something happened to me the other day, which was funny, and it was my own choice. Uh, One of my uh, my points of pride for Twitter and Facebook is that I've never been thrown in Facebook jail or Twitter jail. You know, where you post something so uh, outrageous that well, they no block you for 30 you. days. Oh, I'm sure many have tried, but I've always been careful about that. Well, on Twitter, it was going around that people were being blocked for sh- retweeting this series of photos. It was a meme that had President Biden sniffing women, <laughs> girls, and and all the, the, the only words were his biggest fear of getting catching COVID is losing a sense of smell. That's pretty funny. Okay. But people are saying that if you retweet this, you'll be blocked by Twitter for sharing child hearing, ex- sexual exploitation. On Facebook, if you tag somebody and said they're fat, you get you get in trouble. Well, I mean, th- this is going to come apart. Or if you call yourself it. fat, like even if you call it, you tag yourself and say I'm That's fat. That's going to be part two of this point. So I tried it. I retweeted the photo. Did you get in trouble? Two seconds later, I'm blocked with saying you've just violated our child sexual exploitation policy. I like it. So as and. All you got to do is delete the post and you're back to normal. And so I took pictures of everything and then I posted on my president's page going, this is for real, that this is not I heard and this and that. And, the, you know, I had some people trying to do mental gymnastics on, well, you know, you you implied this. I'm like, no, nope. these were public domain photos for, shared freely by the media. And one of the uh, uh, symptoms of COVID is losing your sense of smell. So. If you're saying that's child exploit, sexual exploitation, that's your inference. There's a difference between me implying you're you still, and you're you're yelling at this guy or whatever that saying is. But what? But that just sh- so you're yelling. That again. was Twitter, but now on Facebook, uh, I, during my wife's and mine little taste of the town tour, yeah. and I was doing like restaurant updates. Uh, I was getting in conversation with with 
my friend Brett, listener Brett, and we were bouncing back and forth. Uh, and somehow the conversation went around uh, lyrics from bad songs in the past. And I wrote down as a response, I am the walrus, and sent it. Brett's wife tried to do a response to that going, well, you're not a walrus, but you're something else. I can't remember what it was. She got blocked saying that body shaming is runs against their, and it says she took a picture of it and sent it to me, that Facebook immediately determined that to say, oh, you're not a walrus, that's body shaming me. It took the right away from me to be offended I like or it. not. I like it. No, that that's dangerous. Well, I, I think what I like is the idea of somebody existing saying, hey, we really need to ramp up this anti-hate bullying online to the next level. Like, what level do you want to go to? Well, if you talk about any type of body weight, nick it. And I like it. Well, I want it on the air that I am the walrus. Yeah. I don't see it. I mean, My Patronus is a panda. Well, I, I see. I'm not worried about that kind of behavior online because that's... Wait, whose behavior? Them, them canceling the algorithm. The wal- oh, yeah. no. I'm, I, I I'm very concerned I would be, about that. I would be concerned is if your text messages wouldn't allow it. But, like... That's me, next. Jake, that's what I'm is saying. Is it next? That, yes. Is it? It's next. You, when we were talking about fries off the well, air, you well, said, well, if it's if it were Best Buy, be scared. What separates Best Buy well, from fries? Well, I'd be fries? concerned, again, going back to the Capitol riots. Like, but people who I knew were there, I would be concerned if the FBI came to their door. They are going to people's doors. They're, they're, I know, but, like, see, they were saying, yeah, we're at the back of the line, and, like, we were just kind of hanging out. We are documenting. So we're, they were basically mm-hmm. media. But there's no—that's what I'm saying. There's no context. These facial recognition arrests and these Twitter and Facebook— blocking aren't taking into account context all it would take is one normal person yeah, to go don't use facebook and dog. it's like in the old safe search days of, of like netscape or within the yeah. original browsers don't use facebook well what would happen if you remember that Sean, Sean, is people tried to facebook. talk about breast cancer and it was oh no that's dirty you can't you know and so a lot of good information you can't have an algorithm don't, automatically don't use facebook why because you can communicate with your friends another way how mail why should I pay for it? Why should I not have the same rights on Facebook as anyone else? What do you mean? Are you no, saying they're, don't? They're not rights on Facebook. You're you're being controlled right now. You're part of the Matrix, dude. Is that, am I part of the Matrix? You're, you're is that plugged what that in. Is? So it's not that green, man. Everything was green in the Matrix. I think that's because the guy, the DP, just forgot to change some of the no, color filters. The filter. And it's and like, oh, I'll just roll with it. And I got to correct Brett on something. Uh, Brett says the prize is a, a blank hole. Uh, it was. It's 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 gone. And and as much of a people would say the same about Radio Shack, but it it provided a an in person deal. Have some real attachment issues, man. Oh, I do. I miss like, Radio Fries Shack. Fries was cool and everything, but it wasn't great. No, but if Micro I needed, Center is great. If I needed to find a really off topic three D movie, I or, think Micro Center knew knows its people, and it's like we only need one store. We don't need fifteen. People drive all over Houston to go to Micro Center. Yeah, how many fries are there? There's zero now. Oh, no, okay, before today. So how many Randalls are there? In the Woodlands, zero. Yeah. So I'm telling you, these it's personal. They're they're just taking all my favorites, Lubies, Randalls, Games Plus. Well, the problem with fries I always had was the incompetency of the employees, because you think if you're going to an electronics store, they know a little bit about computer parts. Or they knew, you know, and it's like it Agreed. was. Agreed. And they were, they were one of the few stores that carried Apple products during, like, you know, during that mm-hmm. time. 
because I think the Circuit City was the only other one that would carry your Apple products. And uh, this is before the Apple stores, by the way. Mm-hmm. And that's why I went to Fry's because I had an Apple computer. Right. Back before it was And cool. Apple's like, we got to get rid of, you know. And again, I'm not saying it's necessarily all the way bad to say, okay, we want to, there's a market that we can fill ourselves, which is what Apple did. But when you grow so big that you can effectively wipe out all competition. And what, this is what Apple and Amazon and Google have just proven with the whole parlor, MeWe all, uh, debacle. Yeah, but you can say that, that about— You can't compete with them. But you can say that about any individual business that sells a product. Then that's why the FTC and the SEC need to get involved and determine if there is a monopoly. If there indeed is one, then it needs to be No, think about this way, Sean. Addressed. Like, think about— Good morning, Krista. A product you buy— from the store, like your favorite, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a, like your dog food or whatever. But then that dog food says, hey, if you buy it from us directly, you save $5 every five pounds you buy or something. Right. So you're going to probably order it from them. Yeah, I'm not saying if you get big, you you should be, you so, know, smacked down. That, not at all. Well, like, for example, I bought a, this is what I love. This is like, I, I don't know, this is, everything's made in China, I feel like. So I bought a uh, card shuffler. For our bowling games, because we do, yeah. So I bought things? a six six deck card shuffler. Okay. And what kind of bowling games do you do? Oh, basically we play poker. Like if you get a strike or a spare, you get a card. And at the end of your game, so you can have like twelve card stud. Yeah, and you have to pick one out of five or five cards. Nice. You know? So it's a lot of fun. But anyway, I'm horrible at shuffling. Mm-hmm. Like I'm horrible. Yeah. So I was like, you know, what? to solve that problem, because if you win, you have to shuffle. That's part of like you got to do it. So you say, pardon me while I whip this out. Yeah, and so I went online to look them up, and they're, like, the price difference between this one from Amazon, from their own website, to Walmart, to Target, everything, it was like, none of them all agreed. It was like, oh, $17, -hmm. $38, it's the same brand, and Uh I was like, I don't know, is this coming from, like, why is this one, like, that much higher over here, and it's on Amazon, like, the cheapest price, like Mm -hmm. that, so... Amazon's great, and you can go to hell. Oh, I, I'm i not boycotting Amazon by any stretch of the imagination. I, I thoroughly enjoy what Amazon offers. What I'm saying is that I'm not saying destroy Amazon, cancel Amazon. I'm saying if Amazon is too big, with the, that if Amazon legally is defined as being a monopoly now, it needs to be broken up into bite-sized I just don't pieces. See it. I mean, I can see them being a monopoly if, from like the AWS perspective. And they're and they're in a lot of different businesses besides selling things online. So I can see that being broken up, mm-hmm. but they're still all going to be somewhat connected to one another. Because I mean, Amazon runs on AWS. That's probably why they started that company. Was hey, we need more server. We need actual infrastructure here to manage all this online stuff. And so we started this instead of paying one and one or whoever they're used to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to start our own. Yeah, but now if Amazon turns out and buys that other competition, say, okay, you know, we used to run off of your service. We made our own, but now we're going to buy you out. And so basically anyone wanting to run our website has to go through Amazon. That's where you become a monopoly. Yeah, Parler's on another thing now. They figured it out. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, what are you talking about? Because it shouldn't have happened. Yeah, it should have. If I don't like you, I'm going to do something about it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Amazon has the the balls to do stuff. <laughs> you know, sorry, Sean, they have an opinion. Can't believe it. They're humans. 
Sorry that no one likes your when opinion. When you're at the whims of literally the richest man in the world. I like it. He's not the richest. Elon Musk is now. Well, no, they keep on bouncing back and forth. That's true. Depends on depends on what Elon tweets that uh-huh. day. So basically, if Jeff Bezos says it, it's got the weight of the that's most what, that's powerful. That's what I like. It's like people think Jeff Bezos is going to be the Bond villain. It's totally Elon Musk. Totally. Because, like, Jeff Bezos is just a jerk. Like, he cheated on his wife. Like, he's just a jerk. Jerks exist. Elon, we don't know what's going on. He might not even be human. I, I think Elon's the one who's behind the wheel of that Tesla in space, and he just left a clone behind. Uh, he, want, he wanted to hit space. Wouldn't that be hardcore? Yeah, right. I'm telling you, I look at that, and I can't think of, uh, can't help but think of uh, Heavy Metal. Remember the, the movie, yeah. the cartoon with the astronaut driving the car into yeah, in the I don't atmosphere? Know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Jeff Bezos is just a jerk, man. Deal with it. He didn't like those people. He probably calls Washington Post all the time. I don't like that. Do this. Okay. I mean, there you go. I don't see what you're. Why are you complaining about someone enforcing their own their power that they earned? Okay, oh, I'll put it like this. Um, how many how many people in Conroe does Amazon employ? That's I have no idea. Zero. No, I bet it's more than one. Where's the distribution center? I bet they. I bet they drive. So you got to be a driver. So all you're allowed to do, if you want to run a electronics business in any way, shape, or form. You got to become an Amazon driver. You can't own your own store. So what are you saying? That's what, okay. There's plenty of small My businesses problem, here that do creative stuff. They're dying left and right because of the nah, lockdowns. Social media, man. You have no idea. They're dying left and right we because of the lockdowns. We had a lady on the YPC that makes signs and she sells it purely through TikTok. I'm like, what the hell? And that's how she that's how she sells it. People watch her TikTok because she's like a craft person, and that's how people are like, oh, I really like that. How much are this? Boom, there you go, TikTok. So I don't know, like, you're just not part of the new wave of, like, getting in touch with people who want to buy stuff. Okay. Because you got to find your buyers now. Mm-hmm. They don't find you. you got to find them. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. What's the, why are you so upset about Amazon? I think it's great. Okay. We're power to that guy. <laughs> I can't wait till he gets into healthcare. That's Dude, what I can't wait till. But these healthcare, are the days that I, I miss. Feel like, I feel like healthcare is one of those industries that no one ever knows exactly what to do right. But it's always evolving, and it's always you can always easily. Blame. We got to get rid of the big red book. Well, like I was reading this thing, so uh, nurse practitioners are basically bad now. What they do? Well, because like uh, they were talking about the Texas bill was trying, like in Texas, they're trying to pass a bill that basically sets up more flexibility for nurse practitioners. And so somebody, like somebody... Like their ability to do things? Yeah, I don't... Yeah, something like that. Okay. And someone goes, well, you know why they're doing this? It's because the poor people will get the nurse practitioners and the rich people will get the doctors. Okay. And I was like, well, what? It's called triage. Not everyone needs to go to a neurosurgeon oh, well, that's off the top it, of the bat. Well, I know. It's just weird that that, like, because, again, everyone can have their own perspective. And, like, every, like you know, it, you can show an orange and someone's going to say, orange suck. And one guy's like, oranges are awesome. But it's like, I, I was like, well, what's wrong with having mm-hmm. that outlet? Because, you know, I'd rather have 10 nurse practitioners and than like one doctor living in like, I don't want to drive all the way to Houston. Yeah. Like, what's going on here? Why are we complaining about this? <laughs> but yeah, I can see the health industry getting, getting a little wacky if Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk get involved. Because that's where like the chips, like who owns the chip, who owns the... The arm that your fake army got now 
is it you're renting it from Amazon? So that's 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 the future right there. Got it. Well, there are a lot more people employed by local like have, businesses like, like you than have by palsy, Amazon. Right? You have cerebral palsy, correct? Like you get born with that, right? Yeah, it's a genetic. So thing. you get that, and then the Amazon's like, "Hey, we can fix that with this thing, but you got to pay every month for the rest of your life." And then you don't make a payment; they turn it off. Oh, like insulin, yeah. which is now suddenly five thousand percent more than what it was. Yeah, but I think that executive I mean, order was signed. Okay, you gotta take some risks. Just go across the border and sneak it over, man. <laughs> like, what's the worst can happen? You go to jail for like five years. You're trying to save a life. Hey, but the, at least you're feeling good about it. In jail. Here's the punchline to that: if you do that, you go to you go to jail for five years. They have to give you free insulin. Yeah, true that. That's a workaround. I don't have insulin because I'm kind of I'm kind of grateful that I don't encounter problems like that. But it is kind of messed up that those. Like, we need the ability to go on Facebook and tell people about it, Sean. Until you say something that they don't like, yeah. in which case you're blocked. Well, they don't like fat people. What's wrong with that? <laughs> they don't like skinny people either. Yeah. Can you believe that? I know. I wonder, you know what's so funny to me? I'm the so, no, see, if they're real extreme about the weight thing, is they wouldn't have any of the ads about working out. And like, there's constant ads I'm getting about eating right. Oh and God! The sheer number of low testosterone ads I've been getting. Like, I thanks get, a lot, no, Facebook. I, you know, Facebook and YouTube think I'm probably the biggest uh, d bag ever because it's it's either I get an ad about a guy and like a Rolls Royce or a Ferrari going like I made twenty thousand dollars in four days. You know how to do it? Watch my stuff. That's the ad I get. Or it's the other one where it's like, do you eat carbs? Do you want to like cut weight? Like and it's this guy shirtless walking through this house. I've seen that guy. He drives and, me crazy. He's like, I'll, dude, put on a shirt. Well, not even that. It's like, what is? What do they think I am? Like, is this the life advertisers want me to live? Is to be some sales guy that works out and what doesn't eat food, just eats powder, <laughs> and then <laughs> and it, I, it it blows my mind. I'm I'm a little scared for it, but. Why wouldn't they ban those people? Because they're basically saying I'm worthless. Yep. So come on, Facebook. Ban those guys. Like the tonal workout system. I see that all the time. I'm like, we get it. It's it's It seems great, but I don't care. I just want to buy one of those. Remember the shake weights? They yeah. I miss those. Yeah. So what about those people? Yeah, yeah I'm absolutely there maybe with I, you. Maybe that's what I should do is I should start reporting it for fat shaming. There you go. Like, look at these people. So... Lots of comments happening. I'm loving the comments happening on. Are on, they worth reading? Because you're the you're my no, there's like, you're my you're my filter. So um, it's a great side conversation, and they're kind of keeping up with this topic wise. So I'm really well, happy. Do, Keep they, it going. do they agree? Amazon some it's like one of the greatest things ever to happen in the last like ten they, years. They everyone listening 100 agrees with See, you. This Dick. is where Jeff Bezos needs to wake up and go. Hey man, we had a cold snap. Still deliver. Like get over it. Like, yeah, I didn't get mail for days, and no, I I, I love my my mail carrier. I treat, he's an awesome dude. But I'm thinking the old days of rain, sleet, hairless snow, the rain, nothing will stop us from our appointed well, rounds. Like, like unless it gets too hot or too we cold. We need drones, too, dude. We need drones. There okay. you go. That way we can get our packages <laughs> while it's cold stamp. I'm really hungry. You're right, but uh. Going back to that original topic, we hope that everyone who's listening, we got a good audience, so tune in today. Uh, we hope that everyone's doing okay. And if, you know, 
you still got like burst pipes or no water or no power or something, put it out there. Put it on Facebook. Dick, you were right. Facebook did show for a brief shining moment the best in humanity for a while. You know, people going, hey, I'm out. Let me help. Let me do this well, and that. I see Facebook, Sean, like a flower. Like a flower. And you have to take care of your garden. And every once in a while, is this a manscaping thing? Every once in a while, you'll have a blooming flower that's beautiful. This really but sounds then, like a manscaping but thing. But then it, and but then it dies. But then you can still re- regrow it. It really but sounds like a manscaping. You just have to take care of it. Now, Facebook is a joke to me because I've gotten so picky about what I see. Now I just see the stupid ads, and then I occasionally see my friends posting cool stuff. But it's like mm-hmm. I get more stupid ads, and I see posts I care about because I block so many people. Of like, don't care, don't care, don't care, and uh, yeah, it's kind of I, I don't I don't want to take care of another thing. You just don't want to do it, huh? Well, I'll just tell Zuckerberg like, dude, get a better like software here, man. Figure me out better, because you get better. Well, again, algorithms don't take into account context, and that's where dragons lie. This whole the the blocked comment about me not being the walrus. All it would take was anyone with an IQ of above three to look at that and go, well, obviously, you know, these are friends bantering. So what do I whatever. do? I just go on Facebook and call someone big? Like, is that where I'm going to get blocked? I call someone a walrus? Well, Wal- yeah, here, go to, go to Facebook. All right. And post a comment. Go to my page. I'm the walrus. And, and no, and just posted something saying, um, sh- sh- okay. uh, Sean, you've been looking fat lately or something like that and see what happens. I can't believe how. All right, let me. So I'm gonna say on your wall, you're fat. All right, I'm doing it. Okay, let's see what happens. This is a real time uh, experiment here. Let's see what happens. Of course, watching nothing happen because Facebook's listening and going, ah, they're trying to catch us. And is anything going on? You are fat. Okay. No, I haven't gotten anything. And it's 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 just I'm storing up for the winter. Well, it's probably because I'm I'm on the end with Facebook. I've chose to pledge myself to Facebook. Oh, did you take so the oath? Is that I what that is? Oath. It's probably what's going on. Uh, Misty, be be careful out there, Misty. Yeah. Did it post? I mean, I'm still there. Okay, can can you remove it? <laughs> I'm not removing that. That's staying forever, dude. There hey. you go. Okay. Well, I think it's also because you're on a, on the list and I'm not. Yeah, I'm on their list. Well, I'm on the Twitter list now. That's what I'm saying. I was so proud of never having been Twitter banned or, or Facebook jailed or whatever. But with my choice to to try to retweet those those public domain photos, uh, you know, I I got spanked. Of course, you know, I, I deleted the the post because it was an experiment, and it kind of proved the point that this algorithm. Wait, you that was on Twitter? Yeah, that was on Twitter, where they they said I was oh doing the little sniffy thing. Yeah. Okay. Which I mean, I but think, on Facebook, I'm still. I think that's unfortunate because that's really funny, <laughs> and. But I, here's no, here's the punchline to this. That means Twitter believes that Biden is sexually exploiting children because I did not add anything to it. Yeah, they were pictures, and then just oh, the, no. he doesn't want to. You know, one of the symptoms of COVID is you're losing your sense of smell. He doesn't want to lose his sense of smell. There's nothing sexual about that whatsoever. So that means Twitter's own algorithm said that Joe Biden sniffing these yeah. girls is child sexual exploitation or sharing photos of them. But these were photos that he himself released or that news released. 
So it just it. Oh, we get there's a bias to the social media. We get it. I have not with that New York Post story. That was the biggest well, one. There's that, bi- yeah, well, there's so bias. You? When you're powerful enough to silence a voice, yeah. Twitter silenced the New York Post for telling the truth. And they said, well, that's, that's when you had, what's his name, Jack, on saying all they got to do is delete it, and then they can repost it, and it'll be fine. And Post is going, no, we're not going to delete it at all. Twitter said... What they posted was it was a mistake, which shouldn't have been deleted. And so in the Senate and subcommittee, they said then turn it back on. They said we can't we don't know we can't do that. They have to delete it and repost it and it'll be fine. And that literally makes no sense. No, probably what it is is they reposted, they put it in that little uh tech world where they don't show it to anybody. But since they posted it before they blocked you, know, like it's under under a different category. Well, there's the thing. Magically, two days later, it it was still on. New York Post got re uh, reapproved for Twitter, and it was right there. Without so apparently there was a way. The whole all along. I mean, if you if you're gonna sit there and have your conspiracy theories and go crazy, go ahead, man. Go ahead. I'll have conspiracy theories and have fun with it. It's. I, I mean, don't think like, it's much of a conspiracy theory that. "Quote big tech oh, yeah. uh, is like silencing it, voices it doesn't want to have to be loud." I like it. Te- te- I, I think I've told you this before. The tech industry is really a wonderful industry in the sense that there's always going to be a smarter player coming around the corner, and I think that I mean that could apply to a lot of industries, but I think that's really great for tech because it just takes one person to really change the outcome of things like that if they're allowed to. No, they are. No, I can be the smartest person, you know, and come up with this brilliant idea to, to fix the world. But if if Facebook doesn't like what I have to say, how, how to make it happen, that voice gets nowhere. I mean, it people, gets blocked. I met people like hacking Facebook. No, most of the hackers either work for Facebook or the NSA. Well, they have, well I'm okay. You're not understanding what I'm telling you. You're right. I'm talking about like they're growing up right now, and they're like, I'm tired of seeing Facebook do this stuff. Let's do something about it. And boom, they do something. So young wrong. people suddenly deciding that people they want to be there, conservative. There are some smart young people. Oh, and, absolutely. And when they get when they see something wrong happening, some people are good. Didn't we talk about this? Where like are people inherently good or bad, or is it a learned experience, or is it both? Both. Yeah. So I mean, I think people will see the injustice of that kind of stuff because what's going to ha- end up happening is. Social, so social medias in other countries are so much more controlled than they are here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, oh, hey, we don't want you to show the genocide that's happening here. We're shutting it down. And Facebook's like, okay, we'll shut it down. Yes, sir. Or like what Facebook did last week with uh, banning all news to and from Australia because of a new Australian law saying if you want to post news, you got to pay uh, this licensing fee. Facebook said then we just won't allow news to happen. So Facebook decided that yeah. news from Australia was not permissible through its... still through use its, Google or DuckDuckGo to find our news. So, I mean, mm-hmm. don't really But at that anybody. point, you're not a platform. You're a publisher. Yeah. I mean, where do you discuss that? Like, all the way to the bank. Mm-hmm. And we, we couldn't get it cashed. Okay? Couldn't get it cashed. It happens sometimes. We lose sometimes, Sean. Yeah. That's why we should, build, we should be building little soldiers. <laughs> And having those soldiers just learn coding, Ooh. and then one Wait, day we'll take over. Little soldiers like hobbits, or yeah, that's what I'm, t- that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> they don't have to feed them as much, and like that, that's that's oh, a- no, you pick the no, you got to feed them second breakfast, elevensies, yeah, but they're still lunch, eating this supper, much food. Tea. 
just do a buffet. Who cares? They're gonna be fed. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's, that's. Can you imagine a group of hobbits at a Chinese buffet? Yeah, that yeah. They'd be booted out. They they don't eat that much though. They eat often. They don't eat a lot of like they don't eat a quantity. As as because yeah, as the world's tallest living hobbit, I gotta disagree with you on that one. I mean, I guess. I mean, I, I don't can't really argue about that. Uh, but yeah, that's what I see happen with the social medias. Eventually, someone's gonna figure it out. Or that like, would be nice to see in my lifetime. Although I think the the thing that's left is I would love to see. Well, I think Zuckerberg our manned Zuckerberg landing on Mars. You know how Zuckerberg put all that money in to help the voting stuff. Mm-hmm. I think what's gonna end up happening with that is, in a, like probably two more election cycles that he does it again and again, he's gonna get investigated on something that you know, because because a lot of people you know when you try something and you try it again, you're going to be like, oh, I want to change my methods just a little bit, just a little bit to make it a little bit better. And I think that's what he's going to do. Cause if he's going to commit, you know, that 300 million every year or four years to help elections, eventually he's going to get investigated for something, mm-hmm. breaking some rule. I was hoping that the investigative body isn't, you know, appointed by well, no, the I think, winner. I think there's a younger, Oh gen- wait, well, you're talking like 20 years from now. And there's going to be a younger generation that's in the Senate and everything, and they kind of already have an idea of what Zuckerberg is. Because I think if you watch the stuff from the past ten years from committees and stuff, talk about Facebook, talk about technology, you're like three fourths of them don't even know how to turn on a phone. Yep. And it's just like, all right, what's going on here, guys? But then eventually we'll get those people in there who kind of have an idea. Gotcha. And it's like, hey, I wrote your fat on Facebook and you blocked me twenty years ago. <laughs> you're an authoritative figure. We're not gonna allow it, and I'm still up. I'm still. You're still fat, Sean. Oh no. Let's see. Is it still there? Yeah, it's still there. Seven minutes and counting, dude. Oh man. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's the way I see it. Some. I mean, you gotta be positive about the outlook of life, Sean. Oh, I, I of, positively instead feel instead of sitting there shouting about it, railing against the yeah. the raging against the machine. But, you know, they make a really good book about it. You should order it on Amazon, <laughs> and then also get it on your Kindle. Oh yeah, I got my Kindle right here. So. I got I actually have two Kindles. Here's one of them. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's there's a difference. You don't have to fully cancel someone you don't like or you disagree with. And whoa, whoa, I missed it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you're gonna start a fire, might as well start like an apocalypse. Well this so. is this is I'll tell you the world that I miss is I was raised with this. I may not agree with what you say, but I'll defend to the death your right to say it. That's gone. And I really miss no, that. No, I think it's there. Nope. Nope. If uh, I mean I agree with what you say, so I'm gonna I mean, do what I can to cancel you. I think. I mean, no one. Def- very few people defend the right to say, you know what, you're you're a jackwad, but you have the right to be a jackwad. And that's that's gone. The, this whole cancel culture is is out of control on that. Yeah, it does suck that Donald Trump isn't on social media anymore. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a void in our lives. But it was not stopping Brian Stetler and all these others from invoking his name every day. It's like, guys, he's not president anymore. He's he's bye bye. He's gone. But you got what would happen if like he starts a stand up career? (laughs) Trump. All he's got to do is you know 
form his own network no, and put ha- on The Apprentice his, again. Well, he has his venue at his golf whatever. Uh, Mar-a-Lago, yeah. Yeah, so like that's his mainstay, and that's where he does his comedy oh, like, routine, like telling but stories. But what kind of, would he be an uh, observational comic like Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah, he'd be telling the stories. It'd Congress, like, what is up with that? No, he'd be uh, mixing it up with... Uh, you know stories from the from the White House. No, I, no, I could see, and also just interesting things he's dealt with in his life. I could see Donald Trump standing up to be like uh, 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 Stephen Wright, just very droll delivery. No, you don't think so? No. Okay. No, nah, he, he's going to just form a network and and get another season of The Apprentice going. No, well, the reason I bring that up is I I feel like he has to have that outlet to say something oh and he's too much of an egotist and, and a narcissist to outlet. not have that it's driving him crazy that he can't tweet every day i know that yeah. he's having withdrawals dude yeah he's probably now getting addicted to alcohol but, he, he's never but drank, here's the apparently. thing because now we're not probably drinking all because we're not hearing from tweet. him every day that makes me wonder what he's up to oh i don't know oh, he's not sitting you know idly by think the, the quieter he is it's like kids and when you the day comes, you have kids. There comes a point where they're well, too quiet. The one, weren't you the one telling me the reason he's quiet is because of the impeachment stuff? But now that's over, right? Yeah, so there is no reason for him to he, not be. He should be on Parlor or wherever. Well, he's popped up on a. I think he, he popped up on Fox News for an interview I, yeah, or something. No, about, what would be hilarious is if he got a printing press at his house or a digital billboard. No, that's what that's what he should do. Sean, get a digital billboard. Mm-hmm. In front of his house, and that's where he writes his messages. So he's just like still tweeting because you know how so many news outlets would take pictures of that and and cycle it. Like if he had a digital billboard mm-hmm. and he like used it as a Twitter, mm-hmm. they would report that for at least a year. Yeah, every time he said something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, but with him not saying anything, it's taking away their ability. Supposed to be taking away the ability to to just harp about them every day, but they're not. Uh, so like li- listener Chris posted something here. He says something happened with Slate and Mike Pesca of the Gist for simply having a debate, and I thought he was pretty liberal. Hear much about that? I haven't heard anything about yeah, that. Yeah, so, I heard. Uh, yeah. So what's the context? Basically, on this? from what I understood, was he used the N word, but in a context of oh! like discussing, like, hey, this is what we're allowed to do. Someone asked him, hey, you know, can I use? The N word on this, and he said, "Well, th- there are." And I think he was talking about context, right? We yeah. were saying, you know, the context when you say N word on this, and it's like, "Oh, you said the N word." Yeah. He's like, "But I was doing a direct quote response." Yeah, okay, I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah again, cancel culture. It's what's next? Are they're going to block and you know remove um, the best I, rage against racism ever, which was Blazing Saddles. Yeah, I, or it, HBO Max is going to take it and put a little card at the beginning of it saying we got to put this in historical context. I like it. No. Mm-mm. Why can't it, can you just let life be a little easier it's not, and just let people tell you what to who do? Who put them in charge of telling me how I should think about a movie? Who put HBO Max in charge? I did. I tried to tell you ten times about Time is a great movie. You should go watch it, and like you never listened. So there you go. Now you listened. You're. you're oh, what's the next movie I should watch? Oh, I'll, I'll come up with one. Because I still have, um, okay, the, the, the drummer losing his hearing one. Muppets Take Manhattan. Well, everyone's seen that. So that's a good movie. Um, but no, uh, I've still got Invictus on my view list. I've got 
uh, 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 the present docu- power the documentary one. With yeah. The, oh, that's good. Dude. Present that's- power. And then the one about the, the drummer losing his hearing. I've got those on my of, watch yeah, list. Of metal. Yeah, that's it. I, so you, you tell me, and I put them on my watch list, and that's yeah. why About Time was on it, and we were scrolling last night. I'm like, oh! No, I thought it was a podcast you listened to. <laughs> well, no, they just verified what you'd already told me. Yeah. It's like getting the second opinion. Well, I mean, I'm almost genius level. Almost. With things, so. Almost. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You're almost like a savant. Yeah. Or as you would say, savant. Oh, yeah, I'll probably mispronounce it. There's <laughs> a night. There's nine times out of ten I'm doing something wrong, so <laughs> you're doing good. At least I get that one. Yeah, as Brett said, let's put in Dracula 2000. <laughs> no, uh, man, Holly and I watched uh, uh, what was it? Va- Vamp- Brooklyn Vampire. A Vampire, Vampire in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Eddie it's, Murphy. It's right. So I was sitting there. I was like, you know, Eddie Murphy did everything in this movie. Like he cho- he chose everything. Mm-hmm. Because Angela Bassett's in it. Mm-hmm. I think that's pronunciation. She's a wonderful actress. Oh, yeah. And I was like, how did they land her in this movie? She, Hey, and she's in a TV show right now. She's on 911. I know, but she's, I mean, she's a great actress. And this is like, I was like, this movie feels so conflicted. It wants to be funny, but then it's, it's serious. It's hard to, to cross genre. Like, American Werewolf in London did it. Yeah. It was a, the perfect blending of comedy and horror. Because like I didn't so really, hard Eddie that. Murphy wasn't a bad guy, but he was, mm-hmm. and I was like, because eh. Eddie probably goes, I want to be a good, like I want to be seen as a cool guy, like I'm the cool guy, mm-hmm. and it didn't come off, it did not work well. Nope. That movie was trash. It's, it is. I won't be watching. That don't one don't again. watch that one, <laughs> even if because I, I like bad movies. Because I enjoy I enjoy a good Commando. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Hey, if you like, can you handle the foreign language thing? Yeah. Dude, for, my foreign language is more, uh, my second favorite movie is a foreign language movie. What's that? As a woman ascends the stairs. What the heck is that about? It's about uh, an a age, woman ascending an, the stairs. Yeah, it's about an aging uh, woman. I just I went blank. What is the prostitute word? Hooker in, in Japan. Geisha. Yeah, it's about an aging geisha, and uh, she's not necessarily a geisha. It's you know, like in Japan, they had the escorting kind of places where you. You you go through the whole like have dinner and like yes and you can never prove I was at one of those. But so you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's about those and she's the head of the, the headmistress okay. of the house and and she goes up a flight of stairs every day. Okay, and it's about you know as she goes up. Interesting. It's a great. It's a great little movie. Then there's a Netflix limited run TV series. It's Belgian, so basically they speak French with bits of English scattered in. Called Into the Night, and you should watch it. Okay, it's one of those. It could have been like a like a one off movie because it's human it's human condition much like The Walking Dead isn't about the zombies so much but how those left behind kind of deal with stuff. Basically, in Into the Night, uh, in Belgium, there's this airplane that's about to take off and some guy from NATO, some soldier from NATO, comes on with guns and says, "Take off now! Take off now!" And it's just before dawn and they have to keep flying west, um, because. The sun, as soon as sunlight hits anyone, they die. And it doesn't matter if you're underground or, or, or whatever. And so this plane keeps on having to fly west, circumnavigating the globe ahead of the sun. So they have to fly as long as they can, land, fuel up, see what's going on, and, and take on again. And so it's the just the people on this airplane. So there's only about a dozen people. And they're the stereotypes, the mysterious man who might be a, a, a spy, the the the... 
YouTube influencer girl, you know, young girl who's savvy about tech. Uh, very fast. lasted for one season, and they said another season's coming. Uh, check that one out. Into the Night, pretty good. If, if, if you can handle something basically in French with subtitles, go for it. That's, that's a good one. Okay. Cool. There we go. All right, anything else? I know uh, we're going to be here Friday. Yes. And we're going to be promoting the weekend event. So if you have an event over the weekend, let us know so yeah, we can talk w- about it on Friday. I want to give a shout, a special shout out. The Crichton Theater, right behind us here in downtown Conroe, has one more weekend of The Odd Couple. And on Monday, John Barton, from that, he's playing uh, uh, Felix. No, Oscar. He's playing Oscar. Uh, and I think Bob Galley is in this one, too. Uh Great show. He was going to come on Monday to talk about it and about the state of theater in general, but I had to punk out because I was getting my mom out of the hospital. But if you can make it up to Conroe for a show, uh, there you go. Yeah, Watch I know out this the weekend. Throwdowns happening. This, the car show Throwdown. The convention mm-hmm. center is happening this weekend. Yeah, so that's huge. Just if you're into cars, check it out. I think it's called the Texas Throwdown Cars. You know, whatever. Uh, check it out. That's going to be good. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys on Friday, and we're closing out today's show. So thank hey, you so thanks much for the for, con- yeah, and thanks for the conversations, man. These are great conversations. Yeah. Keep them going and spread the word. Yeah, uh, we want to say a special thanks to our sponsors today, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Uh, they do small business office cleaning in the Montgomery County area. One time to schedule. You can give them a call at 832-689-7996 or visit them online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com. And then also C3 Creative Content Creations, video, social media, writing. If it's creative and tangible, they do it. Visit c3thewoodlands.com. You can always reach out to us, 936-228-9368 is our message line. Leave a message, dickandskippy at gmail.com, and of course, facebook.com slash dickandskippy. If you're interested in being a guest or sponsoring the show, let us know. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys on uh, Friday. So, you know, take care today, and we'll see you guys later.